0: Hey guys, real quick, I know this month we've been talking about startups, and in this episode you're going to hear real briefly uh, Dr. Green talk about Mango Voice, and I don't know if you guys know this, but one of our biggest supporters is Mango Voice, they sponsor the podcast, and they actually give all the startups, if you're not open yet, they give you a completely free startup package. It's free, guys. You'll get a free number, free service, no contracts and commitments, you get a free app on your phone to make and receive calls. And Mango Voice will put an auto attendant or a customized greeting to ensure uh, that those new potential patients who are calling are calling the right place. So this is an extremely helpful tool that will help your marketing strategy uh, and your brand and and your business. So if you're not open yet and you're like, man, I need a number, go with Mango Voice. And here's the thing. It's no strings attached. Uh, So let's just say you go with Mango Voice before you're open. And then once you're open, you're like, I want to go with another company. Go ahead and they'll give you the number for free. Everything's for free. They just want to help you throughout this process, which I think is fantastic of Mango Voice to do. So I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes below. It's a completely free starter package. So if you're listening to this and you're not open yet and you're like, I need a number, I need a service. So when people people have a place to call, right, this is it. This is the place to call and you don't even have to change the number ever. So I'm going to put a link to that Mango Voice deal in the show notes below. It's going to be the first link in the show notes below. All right, let's get into this episode. Hey, guys, I'm going to start answering all your marketing questions and concerns on here. I'm going to give you quick bite-sized actionable marketing strategies and tactics that will help you attract new patients immediately and grow your practice. Every Monday, a short episode will come out, and each month we will be covering a topic. Topics like ground marketing, Google AdWords, internal marketing, reputation management, and more. And I will have experts, agencies, and professionals give us step-by-step instructions you can easily implement. What you're listening to will be actionable steps you can do today, no strings attached. And then you will see the results. So without further delay, let's get into our Monday morning marketing episode. Hey Chris, so talk to us. Tell me one or a couple tactics, strategies, or thoughts we can do before opening our doors to the public that you know can definitely help other practice owners out if we were to implement it today. Sure. So the biggest impact thing that I was able
1: to do was to put out actually just some temporary signage, just that visibility, four foot by eight foot signs. You can get them printed on Vistaprint. print. And the key here is to have a terminology that says something like pre-booking new patients, maybe your your logo or something that says dental so they know it's a dental office, and then have a phone number that forwards to your phone, and then maybe a, a landing page to a website where they could book online or at least send a, um, some sort of jot form that would give you their contact info. And so this is how we actually collect real leads rather than just getting our, our name out there. Gotcha.
0: So... Break it down to me. The temporary signage, how much was that? Boy, probably like 80 bucks. If you could get two signs, one on each side
1: of the building, wherever there's traffic or foot traffic, 150 bucks maybe. And
0: on there, it says pre-book now your appointment, basically.
1: Yeah, or pre-booking new patients now. Maybe that's too wordy. I can't remember what I said. I think it just said pre-booking patients and then green dental. So you'd see dental. And then it had the phone number and then uh, the website. Most people actually called me from it because we have like a, a slower, like 15, 20 mile an hour driveway through here, and they'd stop, take down the number, and call. And then we, I'd capture the lead, and I'd say something like, "You know, hey, this is Dr. Green, so great to to connect with you. You know, we're still under construction. However, we're really excited. We expect to open." You know, X date whether it was two, three months out, that was okay with a lot of people that were just looking for a recall appointment. If it was an emergency, you know, I'd try to like send them to a specialist or something, and just tell the specialist, "Hey, could you take care of them until I open?" And then once we open, get them over to our practice as uh, continuing care patients. So building that list of that book of clients before opening day was was just huge, and that's how that's how I tackled it.
0: Yeah, that's really good, man. So you're in a your location. Would you say there's a lot of foot traffic actually not a lot of foot traffic there's a slow drive
1: that goes behind the building towards like a 7-eleven and then there's um kind of the high traffic main road out in front of us that's like 45 miles an hour but uh so we put
0: signs on both sides and um yeah it worked out well yeah awesome man okay so the terminology is really important so then we also have to have like a phone number and and like i guess a website before that right yeah so phone number You know, you could
1: set up a Google Voice. I'm sure some people have. The problem I found with that, and that's what I did, was that when we went to open then, and I converted to the the ongoing number with our um, our provider for VoIP, it it led to some confusion for some patients. And then we still get these like our like computers ring now because the Google Voice goes to like the email and it's up on all the computers. So. I would advise to connect with whatever VoIP provider you want to use and you could probably pay a real low fee to just have that initial line locked in that forwards to your phone. And then once you buy like, you know, your five or six phones to have throughout the practice, then they start charging you more of the normal uh, fee that you would have ongoing for phone support in the office.
0: Gotcha. Who
1: did you go with? I like Mango Voice. It's been good. You know, I know they've had some growing issues, but uh, they seem to jump on it. So
0: that's what I use. Price is right and it was a good service. Yeah, yeah. Mangle Voice is really, really good. And then the landing page, you had a landing page or you had your website already up and running?
1: Yeah, so a lot of people I talk to don't have the website ready to go yet. Um, I don't think you need the full website built out. I would say get the domain page that you're going to use ongoing, right? And just tell your your um, whoever's building the website, have it in the kind of the background, not live, but have the the homepage as like a landing page that just very simple, very just tactical, like pre-book your appointment, same thing, click here. And then if you don't have like an online scheduling set up yet, because you don't have open dental set up or whatever practice management software, you could just have them fill out their contact info, you know, name, phone number, email, what their, you know, little notes why they're inquiring. And then that goes to your email. As soon as you get that, you call them and say, Hey, we got your, your information. Uh, excited to meet you. Same spiel about the we're still in the construction phase. I'm Dr. Green. Uh, really excited to open. You'll be surprised how many people are excited for your project. They're excited to have kind of that personal touch uh, early on before you open doors. So they're not really worried a lot of times about waiting to get that recall. If you're like, hey, can you wait a couple months? They're like, sure. And I think a really important point here is you don't have to give them an exact date, and I wouldn't, especially with the way construction is right now, but you give them a ballpark and then each month, if you're like three months out, let's say from opening, each month you just like shoot a text blast like with a picture maybe of the construction project or something to get them excited about the office with you. Hey, here's where we're at, guys, just want to give you an update, still looking like we're on track for you know July 15th opening or whatever it may be. I'll be in touch. And then when you do have a pretty, when you get pretty close and you have a solid day to start opening, you could start putting people, let's say your contractor says, okay, definitely July 15th. Well, don't ever trust your contractor. So maybe you start booking those people like August 1st and on, and uh, you, you get open dental set up or whatever and start plugging them in.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So you collected, let's just say they called, right? You would let them know, Okay construction. We're still going through this right now, but you know, unless this is an emergency, we can definitely get you in the books when we're going to be open sometime in like August. Right now, would you would put their phone number like on an Excel sheet spreadsheet or anything like that? And then, and then their email too, would you ask them on the phone for their email? Yeah. So a lot of, I would ask them for the email. Cause I'd
1: say, Hey, you know, a lot of the communication is going to be via email. If you have a good email address, I'd love to have that right now. So yeah, the Excel spreadsheet, if I recall was yeah, name, phone number, email, any other family members that we're gonna be booking, and then some notes, some for the like maybe what town they live in, maybe they're I don't think I got their address. I thought that was too lengthy for the call, but just maybe how they heard about us. Yeah, you definitely want to track the referral source, right? (laughs) And then just uh just looking for a cleaning. They're due in whatever date or they they said there's one tooth that they want us to take a look at, but it's not urgent. Any other particulars that you want to remember about them or if if you heard about their occupation. I'm not really collecting insurance info and stuff like that at this point. That would be when we actually book the appointment, I would
0: say. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. So then, once you collected their email and everything like that, you would send them like what, a newsletter every month or every week or an update or how did that go? I'd
1: email them like, hey, here's an update. How I would tweak that now, if, you know, now that I'm hopefully a little bit smarter than back then, I wouldn't do a newsletter. I think that's too much work. I would just. Something simple, like for like a text blast to the patients or a email blast that just with a photo, you know, because photos are great, or maybe even a video. Like, hey, something just simple, simple update. Hey, we haven't forgotten about you. We plan, you know, everything's on track, or we're running a few weeks behind. This was something exciting we installed this week, or this is something some exciting piece of technology we're we're going to offer that I just, you know, locked down with my equipment wrapper whatever it may be. I know patients may or may not give a crap about that, but you'll, you'll find your own version of, of something to,
0: you know, offer some intrigue about the process. Gotcha. Gotcha. So in total, before your doors were uh, opening day, you open your doors. How many new patients did you already have in the, in the books? I think it was 87. 87 new patients. And the, what do you say? They're all, they all came, the referral source was from the signage? most of it was from signage. I mean, I would say on that 87, like
1: definitely, you know, if it's a startup, book family, friends, all those things, just get people in the door any way you can. Obviously, poaching patients is is not going to be the way to go. That could be a little dicey, but maybe there's some one-offs where some, whoever can refer to you, uh, any ground marketing, I'm sure, you know, stuff that you've covered, I think that's all fair game, right? So, no, it wasn't all temp signage. I did a lot of ground marketing too. I got out there. Um, it might've been some like friends that were, were wanting to come see us. It might've been, I think that was about it though, really mostly temp signage, ground marketing, and then friends and family or like
0: friends referring friends. Gotcha, okay. What else did you do? Did you do anything else besides that? Did you feel like, oh man, I would never do that again. I don't recommend anybody doing this specific thing. Anything like that? One thing I did, I think at the time everyone was
1: talking, so I did post like a postcard campaign, like started three weeks before. And one thing that I didn't do was like the $99 new patient special or the $59, like that was like kind of the hot thing. I don't know if people are still doing that. And instead I went with like $199 new patient special and it was like a Sonicare toothbrush giveaway or something. And what I realized is nobody actually cares about that. They're just like, they don't even often ask about the Sonicare or the 199 special. They're just looking for a dentist. So it's kind of funny how little they they kind of pay attention to what marketing ended up causing them to call you.
0: Yeah. They called you mainly because like they just needed a new dentist, a second opinion or pain or or what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think all the above. I think if you pick the right location and there's a need for your services, then you're going to you're hopefully going to get calls if if your branding looks attractive and and they're like oh we could i could see ourselves going to that that location
0: yeah awesome and so i know you mentioned construction delays happens all the time right like sure with things especially today how did you deal with that letting them know like hey we're going to or i don't know if this happened to you but like what would you recommend when people are like yeah we're going to be open in august and they're like <laughs> just kidding. We're now open like in October and then again, Oh wait, maybe November. You know what I mean? How, how would you recommend we deal with that? So I was delayed a bit,
1: but it wasn't as bad as some of the stories I'm hearing now with some of the supply chain issues, things like that. So I think it, it definitely can be very tricky if you have to keep pushing it that far out. I would say probably how I would deal with it is is just be very honest. Be very honest with people and say, hey, totally get it if you need to get your next cleaning now somewhere else, but would love to have you still when we do get to get the doors open. Maybe any sort of like thank-you letter or postcard you get sent in the mail, any sort of personal touch you, you can provide would be recommended. You're probably not going to be able to bring them to your associateship. Uh, <laughs> probably a little dicey, but that's... That's all I could come up with on the fly. Uh, sure, some smart folks listening will come up with better ideas to make sure not to lose those leads. But yeah, that's really that's really difficult
0: for sure, Michael. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So any last piece of advice that you want to give to our listeners as far as what they can do before opening their doors to the public? Yeah, I think it's
1: it's kind of you're you're in that grinder mode, right? Doing a startup. You're, you're boots on the ground out there trying to meet people, doing your best do all the mark, ground marketing strategies that that Michael shares because those truly work and the goal is to get numbers and leads and 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 make connections it's uh that's how you build the list so i think the key is building a list of patients before you open because i've talked to some people recently that that did startups and they're like okay open the doors where are the patients and they're waiting for the phone to ring, well, this is a proactive thing. You know, you got a lot of moving parts, and, and I know it's hard to spend the, the weekends then over at the local uh, fair or whatever it may be or going to the gyms and doing all these ground marketing things. But, hey, that I mean, that's where it's at. Like, the other stuff doesn't matter as much as getting people through the door. At, so put the time in, and it, it is work. But if you're on the startup journey and you're all
0: in, then, then you're going to put the work in. Awesome, Chris. I appreciate your time. And if anyone has further questions, you can definitely find them on the Dental Marketer Society Facebook group or where can they reach out to you directly? Sure. So we have a, a website, thepracticelaunchpad.com and,
1: uh, there's, uh, my emails on there. My, my personal email is cmgreendmd at gmail.com. And, uh, I also have a, a website, dentalstartuplist.com that shares some just free ideas with, uh, you know, startup ideas and stuff like that. So
0: there's a few places to find me. Awesome. So guys, as always, that's going to be in the show notes below. And Chris, thank you so much for being with me on this Monday morning marketing episode. Thanks,
1: Michael. Uh, Pleasure being on. I appreciate you.